Hey everybody, Dave Kurt, broker of record with Lake City Realty, coming at you with another episode of Selling the Rock, Sudbury's real estate podcast. Well, big news this week coming out of the banks. First of all, the earning report. You can say it's just slightly ahead of where the projections were. Actually, let's kick out that slightly, and it's significantly ahead of where they the, where they thought their profits would be. In the last ninety days, the top three banks in Sudbury have done nine point five billion, yes, B billion worth of uh, profit. That's crazy. And as much as COVID's wreaked havoc with our day to day lives, and even the government spending, which is, is completely on, I don't know how we're going to come back from where we're at with things. But the banks were actually prepared for far worse than they've dealt with. The amount of money the banks set aside for dealing with the, the quote-unquote bad debt or people not being able to meet their lending requirements has been slashed by all the big banks who's released their numbers so far. CIBC actually took the whatever that number they had for allowance of bad debt and reduced that by 98%. That's just absolutely insane. And at the last point, the last point of strength for the banks that are putting them in a better and better position moving forward is the introduction of this new stress test, version 2.0, that's coming into effect June 1st. So what is this? I've had a lot of buyers and, and sellers kind of, you know, pick my brain as to what's going to happen and how is this going to change. But this new stress test coming in, into effect as of June is basically going to make buyers qualify at a minimum qualifying rate, which as of right now currently sits at 5.25, or the rate that they're actually going to get plus 2%. So I've been told, told anecdotally that this is going to reduce the home shopper's buying power by approximately 4%, which again, in the big picture of people buying and selling right now is pretty negligible. The weekly stats, when we look at the last seven days of activity on the marketplace, this week we saw 66 sales, 28 conditional pending deals that are currently uh, pending. 53 of those 66 sales happened in multiple offers. We had 76 new listings and bringing us to a total listings available in the marketplace of 199. Now, if we contrast that to last week, that's where we're going to see a little bit of different numbers. And I'm going to kind of go over that in some of my uh, my bullets and my takeaways. My five takeaways this week are, number one, more listings and sales for the eighth week in a row has caused a continued slowdown in the market. A lot of the properties expecting multiple offers weren't getting them. And that doesn't mean that the prices were down or bidding wars were a thing of the past. Still, this week we saw 80% of the sales happen in bidding wars, but it does mean that the fundamentals of the marketplace have shifted for a full two months now away from sellers, putting more hand in the power of buyers. Really, really important to take note of that. Now, while that's happening, my takeaway number two is it's interesting to see the number of conditional sales rise again this week. Last week we were at 25. This week we were at 28. We've seen 28 a few times in the past, but only once we had in the last 14 months, we had a number of more than 28 conditional pending deals as of, uh, as, as of the day that I, when I do these, uh, these updates. To me, that means that shift in the marketplace that we see is giving more power to the buyers, has allowed for buyers to get some, and this is a big uh, take this with a, a grain of salt, some, not all. Reminder, there was 80% of the deals that went over listing price, but some offers accepted with conditions in their offer. Yeah those things like a financing condition or home inspection condition, those things have been reality in the last little bit. And it's crazy that even in some of those instances where there are bidding more scenarios, 
especially if there's only two or three offers on the property, as opposed to 10 plus or something, sometimes we're actually able to get those offers accepted with conditions in them as well. Yeah, incredible. Uh, when I talk about conditions with clients, I'm always reminding them to reduce the number of conditions. So don't have home inspection, financing and insurance or whatever conditions you're going to put in. Maybe you just make it conditional on financing or just a home inspection. And instead of doing a week and a half like we did in the old days, and then we shorten that up to a week, maybe you're doing two days for a home inspection or two days for financing. So shorten up the number of conditions and shorten up the timeline for those conditions. Takeaway three for the week. The most important number I take away from the stats this week is the number of overall listings available. It is a number that one of that has shifted power away from sellers towards the buyers. We've increased inventory significantly on the market. Those little red dots on, on realtor.ca, for those that uh, think about what, like when I talk about inventory in the market, those are the available listings. We talked about the low that we were seeing in the listings and we hit a low, I think it was... Um, it was basically like in January of 101 total available listings in Sudbury. Since then, we've been on the rise. And actually, since April 1st, we were gone from 134 listings to 205 listings available just last week. Well, this is the first week we've seen in 10 weeks. We've actually seen the total available listings come down and not up for a change. To be honest, back in March and April, when we were having around 125 total listings, I was thinking that a healthy spring market would see in the range of 175 total available uh, homes. We far surpassed that number. Maybe 200 is the ceiling of listings in this spring marketplace that we will find ourselves in. It is a number we continue to monitor, and if this starts creeping down in the coming weeks, we may be headed back to more power in the seller's hands as opposed to the buyer's hands, which it already feels like uh, there's a ton of power in the, in the for sellers. It could actually get worse if this number continues to, to shrink. Takeaway four for the week. We just chatted how the total number of listings decreased for the first time in months. And when we start looking at the rationale as to why this happened, it's easy to see. This week, sales were up, albeit slightly. There was up about two or three more sales than there was last week. Wow, new listings were down and down almost 10% this week. We can't make judgments on a one week of data, as we've seen so often in the past. But if this current trend continues, we may have seen a reverse in the trend we've seen happen every week for the last two months. I think that even if we see the numbers uh, like even out at our current levels, it's going to be a big positive as it's going to allow some predictability into the marketplace. So just a reminder, we had more listings than sales, but the number of sales increased while the number of new listings decreased this week. That's We went from 63 sales last week to 66 sales this week and 84 new listings last week to 76 new listings this week. Again, we're not going to draw any inferences based on just that one week of stats, but it's a number I'm going to be looking to more and more in the next couple weeks. My summary point, so takeaway five. My summary is always to predict where things are going to go from here. And if I look deep into my crystal ball, I think the slowdown that I've been predicting happening is not just predicting it happening. It's already here. I often point out to the fact that the numbers we see on a week-to-week -week basis aren't a true indication of what's happening in the market, as it's easier to be educated from anecdotes in the media, uh, especially if you're in the shoes of a seller. Not every home is selling for $100,000 above asking price, just like not every buyer is from Toronto with a briefcase full of cash. I ran into that situation just this week where we offered, come offer date, we're the only offer, we made a great offer, the sellers would only sell for 30000 or so above their listing price. 
In fact, when they weren't able to get it, we actually offered them over their listing price with only one offer and they refused to even look at it. So they ultimately just took the listing down. In another instance, on a, on a recreational property out towards Warren, which was, I took the one hour drive out to Warren to, to show some clients because we thought it could be the dream home listed at just under 900,000 bucks. We brought an, like there was one offer on their offer date. They, they didn't like the offer. They said it came in, in in their eyes. It was a low ball offer with conditions and they ultimately took the listing down, increased the price to a million bucks. And now we're sitting around waiting for the next buyer to come with hopefully that Toronto buyer with a briefcase full of cash, which isn't going to be there guys. I think the data levels of the current le- that we currently see are going to continue to slow down the marketplace. But as the sellers are, and buyers are lagging indicators to the numbers that I analyze on a week-to-week basis, if sellers are only listening to get that quote-unquote crazy Toronto offer, they're very likely to be disappointed. When these sellers start figuring out that the market is active, but not every house is seeing bidding wars and less properties are holding off offers. We're going to find less ho- houses holding off offers and we're going to see a little bit of normalcy come back to this overall busy marketplace. If this is actually what happens and if this is where we find ourselves, I think that's fin- fantastic. I'm always worried about things increasing too quickly or you know, increases too qu- quick increases give us a, the chance that we might fall off a cliff or something like that. And that's a big fear of mine. That's why I'm actually afraid of Southern Ontario marketplaces. Again, the fundamentals could be there and there could be a lot of benefits uh, for the long term. But whenever we see massive increases, I'm always worried about pullbacks from that. In terms of where the numbers are in Sudbury, I always say we're going to come down 10% from the high. Where's the high? We could be years away from the high still. So really interesting to take. But looking at the numbers on a a week by week basis, we actually are in the slowdown right now. And if things kind of if the, the trends we're seeing level off, we could be kind of like in this, the kind of in a standing uh, pattern of where we should be in the marketplace for the for the next uh, at least foreseeable future. Anyway, guys, I can't believe it. We're sitting here at the end of May. June's right around the corner, and as excited as I am always for the start of June, it's my wedding anniversary. It's my mom's birthday, and my birthday happens at the end of the month. This June is extra excited and extra special with the potential end of our current provincial lockdown being lifted. I, it's crazy to think that I might be able to go grab lunch on a patio or pop into Walmart to grab some Pokemon or Beyblades for my kids. It's just, it may be just me being the eternal optimist, but I think in general, we're doing an awesome job in Sudbury, especially around COVID. The vaccine rollout is full steam ahead. I know I've got my shots, my first shot planned for early June, but as of May 26th, Sudbury had almost 110,000 doses of vaccination given out. With a total population in the 175,000 range, we are doing awesome. At this rate, we may have kids going back to school in September and not even having to wear masks. We'll be able to cheer on the Sudbury Wolves in person. And by the way, they had the, they got the first overall draft pick coming, which I'm going to be super excited for. And even more than the Sudbury Wolves, I'm excited to go sit courtside at the Sudbury Five games and take that in with uh, with some friends, giving out high fives and all that fun stuff. I can see that in the near distant, the near future, guys, and I'm super excited about it. So until next week, Sudbury, we'll see you later. <laughs>